This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. They just hit my freaking oh, knee. No. Oh, no. Oh. You know what? This freaking thing is the cause of most of my bruises on my freaking knees. Why don't you sit oh. at the other mic? Because the phone's right oh, here and right. the computer's right here. Well, that would explain it. Mother bleeper. Did you cut yourself? Or just bang? I banged it into this metal plate that's here. You know where you plug in your headphones and the volume is? Mm. I wish the mic had been on. That would have been good. <laughs> Thanks. For my love, my love of my lady. So what, he didn't make it down here? I don't know what his deal. I guess he's blowing us off. Who apparently doesn't have to? He just well, he said... Oh, he was? I told him we were coming right down, so. He'll just sit on the floor far away from a mic anyway. In his dress pants. Uh, I don't know what happened to him, why he won't do this show anymore. I don't know. There's something really uh, wrong with his back, though. I mean, he's. I think that if he could deal with the pain, then I bet he can't have sex because he literally physically can't have sex. Are you not having sex because your back is hurting you so bad? <laughs> Tell the truth for once. Is it, like, too painful to thrust? It can get painful, the thrusting. Mm-hmm. If you're really f-ing somebody hard after, like in one position for a, a while, you start mm-hmm. to, you actually takes you out of it. You're all, oh my God, my hammy. Yeah. Well, it depends on how you're situated. Sure. But, but you could be cramping. It looks or... like hard work. I don't stop though. <laughs> I will not don't stop. Don't stop till you get enough. <laughs> so I've even found if you try to reposition, a lady might go, Oh, like you just, you had it. broke the floor. You were right right there. Do not stop. Well, you'd be going like, is it okay if I put you in another (laughs) position right now? Would it be all right if I adjusted you? Because I'm about to die. My leg is seizing up on me. Oh my God, my foot is cramping. It's curled up. It's very unnatural. Is it okay? Can I stop now? (laughs) Tears coming down. No way. No, this is working for me. If you could just, don't stop. And please stop talking. I got it. Don't worry. Human, I, I was serious. Are, is your back? Is, where is he? He's, he's, on, he's on, on the, the ground. ground where he where he sits with his back against the wall. I'm, I'm just I'm concerned. I, I think that it's four years is too long to have not had sex. Oh yeah, pull that over toward him. <laughs> You're gonna pull the just, mic to him. Just sort of shout. We need your like answers. a mic extender. I know. <laughs> Does it reach him? Oh, he's blocking. Oh, for God's sake. You with it. How come? How come you used to be the one who loved this show the most, but now you just can't take it anymore? What is it about it? 
the same show. Is it us? Is it us? Is it you just don't like us? Anymore? He just raised his eyebrows. He raised. I got a reaction. <laughs> or you got a reaction? It's us. It's us. I don't know why we're nothing but nice to you. I think he just doesn't like this studio. Oh, you know, it's not the nice it's one. Not, we used to be in this really, really posh nice. studio. It wasn't the, that much different. It was, it was way better. Compared to this one, oh it my was, god, it, this feels like we're coming down to the dungeon. Well, it did have a window, but still. But it was bright and blue and I know, nice the color and airy. Of it was gorgeous, and the console was generous, mm-hmm. and like Bryn wasn't squished into a one foot <laughs> section <laughs> between the wall and the computer. The and, <laughs> seemed like the mics all worked a little better. Yeah. I always leave with paint on my jacket. Oh, you know. Oh boy, yeah, look at the wall. look at that. He's actually worn a spot in the wall. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it was a better studio. Don't you agree, Human? Well, maybe a bad advice will pull him out of it. We got a, a response to the bad advice we did last week about the 26-year-old girl. And this was the second email we'd gotten from her. The first one was, uh, my boyfriend needs to every night before he can fall asleep. Can you say Are you sure these are all the same? Mm-hmm. Remember, she wrote and then she said, not, and she was thinking about moving in with him at that point or and hadn't oh no she had she just moved in yeah and the demands on her were surprising and she has a kid too right she's an eight year old yeah Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a few that have sort of blended into this one no and then she's now a few months have gone by and she's been living with this guy and she can't take how filthy he he is he's he's like remember he won't clean up after himself right and uh, she didn't even mention the sex part in that but she she had CC'd me the old letter. Oh, okay. So they so were tied. It is her. Right. Um, so last time we heard from her, uh, f- from her, she was bitching that he he does pay the rent, but she has to pay for everything else, and she doesn't have a good job. She works at a deli, and she has the kid to take care of as well. And then not only that, she's taking care of this dude too because he goes, he works, and then he drops his wash everywhere and never washes a dish and blah blah blah. So this is from the dude. Hello, Sarah and Vinny. My girlfriend wrote into the show and had me listen to you guys crucify me about how much of a, quote, immature head I am. I think we said... You said it, I think we us. actually said it. No, he put that into quotes. So we must have said immature head and it just got... Because I can't imagine that any of us would have said head. We would only leave the head part in, obviously. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think you did say head. Who, Sarah did? Somebody did. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it kind of sounds like I, something Vinny would say. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a Sarah thing. <laughs> really? You think I'm the one that called the guy? Yeah, because I could picture you calling him immature. That's the word right. you would use. So I figure the S head had to come well, after look, that. It collectively we call. Apparently, we call <laughs> this guy an immature. All right, we're bad head or whatever. Uh, but the drama would probably make for a good show. Am I right? So here I am. Although I will say I feel immature writing into a show to defend myself because my ego won't allow me to let my girlfriend portray me to your listeners in her own subjective view, which she comically left out major factors <laughs> as to have her viewed in favorable Damn. light and get the most sympathies. Yeah. I'll also provide some context and hell since she clearly wants an outside opinion about who's right. Spoiler alert, everything is f***ed. Nobody is right. Wow. Oh. I think it would be fair if you would listen to my side of the story as well. Make your judgments and give us some advice. But know this, where she wants validation, I want solutions. 
Quick backstory. We're both 26. We've known each other since about 15. We've been dating five years. She's a single mom with an eight-year-old son, works full-time at a deli. I'm working through an apprenticeship program to be a union electrician and have one more year left. Nice, nice. dude. That's a good gig. It is. She pays for electricity and internet, uh, Netflix, etc. I'm not really sure where to start, but I will say this isn't the first time I've been in this situation with her. When we were still on hard drugs... I was paying the full amount of rent and everything else for a two-bedroom apartment, but using only one bedroom when she eventually lost custody of her son shortly after moving in. As much as I don't hold that part of our past against her today, it is reminiscent of our current situation, which is probably why I'm so bitter. Before we moved in together, she's living at her parents for about a year and a half while I was renting a room in a sober living home, which, funny enough, I did get kicked out of for being messy. Yes, I'm messy. (laughs) She wanted me to make sure I included that fact. Oh, she's standing over his shoulder. (laughs) I'd just gotten a car a few months earlier after getting into an accident. The rent is $1,600 a month. The deposit was $2,100 and $1,600 for the first month. I had to pull together every possible resource I could just to get us this apartment, to which she, quote, couldn't help. To be fair, the second month she did contribute after getting a decent-sized tax return. But so far, that's the only time. We didn't really... Uh, we didn't really discuss finances in detail, but she said she would help pay part of the rent. Under that impression, I agreed with some of her financial contribution that with some of her financial contribution, I'd be able to afford it. I mean, a quarter or possibly a fifth of the rent would have been okay with me. Had I known I'd been stuck, I'd be stuck paying the full rent for the second time in our relationship, I would not have agreed to move here because it's not financially viable. And she takes my practical and realistic view toward not being able to maintain this apartment and also pick up all of her slack financially as me being negative. No, it's called reality because I'm literally overdrafting the day before I get my next check and I have to drive on a donut tire for two months because I can't afford to buy a new tire. I get like five hours of sleep a night ever since basic training when I was 18. I don't follow any of my hobbies or passions because I can't afford to put any money towards it. So I feel like I'm slowly spiraling into depression and insanity. Oh my God. No wonder he's a head. (laughs) So what can I say? Am I angry and bitter? Yeah. Do I feel like I literally sacrificed every part of my individuality just to go to work to pay rent or I'm broke again, to slave away at a good job with nothing to show for it, and then to come home to nagging about, you didn't put your plate in the washer. (laughs) 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 While this woman, who I apparently love, and her son, whom she lets walk all over her and disrespect me on a semi-daily basis, from the guilt of being a up in the past to have a roof over their head. So what should I do? Should I tell a single mother and son to kick rocks and fend for themselves? She can't even afford to pay for her own Netflix this month. So I'm in a constant state of struggle and I have a job where I shouldn't have to deal with this at all. And in her naivete, she's constantly asking me for money when she runs out and tells me not to worry about it. But when I'm running out, do I have anyone to turn to? No. Mm-hmm. Point is, I'm living as an empty shell of my former self's existence. <laughs> and I'm not dealing with it in the best way, which mostly comes out when I catch attitude from someone who also has their hand out. But I am doing right by them as a provider. So decisions, decisions. <clears throat> do I sacrifice myself long enough for things to change, which ain't anytime soon? Or do I do what's best for me, which most likely results in leaving a single mother without a home and a boy without a father? Granted, yeah, I shouldn't be so mean. Also, she thinks she's so immaculate. Here's a picture of some copper she stripped slash stole from me and only got $12 for. What? He sent a picture, but I it, I have no idea what that uh, is. Well, that copper... He's an electrician. So. Well, the, that that's a, a meth head thing. Right, that they would go into like 
abandoned houses or construction, new construction, mm-hmm. and steal sure. the wiring, pull the copper, and sell it per yeah. pound mm-hmm. for cash. I know someone who got electrocuted and blew the top of his head off, <sighs> stealing copper wire. He, the story that I was told by this person was that. When he was electrocuted, the power went out of in part of Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Like he should have died. Oh, he oh he didn't die. No, he didn't die. I assume this was a dead dude. No, he lived. But the top of his head's gone. The scarred, be like you can't deny all the that, hair burned that, off. That, uh, scarred beyond belief. Wow! Like looked like he was struck from like, with lightning yes. from above. Right. Oh my god. For twelve dollars in copper. Well, everybody. that's I'm sure she. But that's that's what they're doing. They're right. stealing. They steal that wire to sell it. Well, she stole it from her boyfriend. For drugs. It sounds like. So, uh, I have the same advice for this guy <laughs> as I did for the girl when I heard Split. her side of the story. Like you guys need to. It sounds like it. You're just not ready to be moving in Give and making a family together. Give her a ride to back to her parents' house yeah, and drop her. Uh, in her off and get another give your notice place. to that apartment and go go get a studio you can afford yep. and and move on yuck yeah this t- you're building on a base that's hor- like a, you know it's already all fissured and broken like there's nothing there for you guys you're hanging on cuz you feel some sort of obligation and she needs to have a place to stay with her son you uh, got to protect your sobriety dude i mean that is you will be wasted in a minute if you keep living like right. that Listen to the way you're you talking about your life. Right. It was her hanging over your shoulder. Why be sober if that's your life? Right. Oof. Oh my God, don't give him any I'm ideas. not. Well, no, he needs to make changes. But that's the point. Look at right. that. Awful. You don't get sober to live like that. Mm-mm. You got to do better for yourself. And listen. Well, and you can, look, I'll tell you something. When I got sober, I was like, all I need is a normal little job and a couple bucks to make sure I got food and cigarettes and I'm good. And feed your dog. And just be sober. Right. That's all I want out of life. I'm good. But then, you know, time passes and you get healthy and you start to go, you know what? I can do more. But. I'd love to bone again. Right. With brandy. <laughs> oh my God! Why won't you stop? Anyway, I never went out with that girl. What? Oh, you just boned her. You just told her. I never boned that girl. I never told you anything. You guys, you said that she broke your heart. She was the one that got away. Yeah, that's what Bryn said. Jesus, Homan, what do you think this guy should do? He is not listening to you. Homan, he is texting. You're, you're excused. Like honestly, if if you're if you can't if you're not going to participate at all, like this bit's not fun anymore. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, dear Secret Show family, I listen to the show often, and you get these kinds of letters often. A woman has a kid, doesn't have a good job, and. Lives with a guy that isn't right for them. This is response to last week's start story. over. I'm just trying to get over what just happened. <laughs> yeah, I I know. I totally like was like what what he just left. Yeah, he fine. unplugged and left. Right. I mean, honest to God, like really, I got to sit there with his sour puss staring at me the whole time. Why does he come down here? I, I don't know. Well, I guess he feels. Is obligated. he mad at us because of the t-shirt thing? That's... We went, we don't care about the t-shirt. Like, get a thicker skin. You're in radio. God. 
Why do we always have to tiptoe around? I, I don't want to anymore. Well, I'm just tired of the shutdown. Yeah. Like, I, it seems to I'm be ta- happening I'm done with more it and more. It's just not cool. Well, you need to draw the line. Oh, I just did. Okay. Go away. Adios, amigo. Okay, Here, start over. This yep. is reaction to... You know what? Maybe I'll just skip this. I feel like we've heard both sides now. They totally do not belong together. This person is just, con- you know, continuing that. Okay. Yeah, had yeah, enough, yeah. Head no. up your saga. Thank Those you people, for Those people, yeah, they need to move move on right. for sure. Uh, hey, gang. This is, I just think this one's funny. Longtime listener. Love you guys. Slurps all around. Uh, do you think it is rude to ask a woman her age? Mm. You know, this is one of those questions where I would say my knee jerk would be, yeah, we're taught not to do that. But then we we are also learning that we treat people as equals Mm -hmm. in every way. So we get caught in these weird sort of conundrums where you go, yeah, I'll get that check. Wait a minute. Are we supposed to go Dutch on this? No, I shouldn't ask her age, but why wouldn't I? Well, I think in general it depends on the situation like I, you know you don't walk up to someone on the subway and be like how old are you or maybe like in a job interview or right I suppose right there's possible ageism mm. but if you're friends with someone and they're asking I, I let me read you the situation yeah. okay and uh, and then you tell me if you, I just I just sort of enjoy this person's attitude in general so a scenario My husband and I are at a nice restaurant with two other couples. I've only met these people on one other occasion 10 years ago. We're having a nice conversation when one of the men rather abruptly asks my husband his age and then turns and asks me my age. My husband's 55 and I'm 36. We've been together 11 years. So they're... Wow. 19 years apart. Now, normally I would just state my age, but I don't know this dude. And the question came out of left field. I said politely, I'd rather not say, why do you ask? That was your mistake. Why do you ask? <laughs> yeah, just say yeah. you. I'd rather not say. <laughs> my age is, uh, let me see, let me count on my fingers. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> your I, middle finger, I think huh? there's reasons why you might ask someone. And the way that went down, it sounds like he's insinuating, man, you look old and you look young. Right. Let me get the difference between your. But you might ask someone their age to see if something you're about to tell them would make any sense to them. There's definitely generational stuff right so he keeps on asking oh Oh, no so i ask him how old do you think i am and he says oh not that game 43 (laughs) (laughs) great one of the women i guess quickly piped up 28 (laughs) (laughs) average it off she asked him he's already she already knows he's a dick and then she asks him that the other dude that she doesn't (laughs) know pipes up oh just be comfortable with your age difference whoa I remain polite, but stubbornly refuse to tell them my age. As we're leaving, dude leans over. I think he's going to apologize, but he whispers in my ear, just tell me how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. We're laughing at it, though. I know. I'd be like, get the f- out of here. I know. <laughs> it's natural for people to be curious about our age difference, and I am comfortable with it, but that's not why I dodged the question. I'm sick and tired of being asked if we're having kids. When someone asks my age, that's usually the next question. I'm still fuming, mm. not so much for the question, but because he was so rudely persistent when I made it clear I wasn't going to discuss it. Any thoughts, advice? Don't say my name. Love, May, December. <laughs> you know, it seems like that stuff. Radio.com. Radio.com.
is so automatic in people, they can't even stop themselves. I'm surprised a dude did it, to tell you the truth. I notice women do it the most. Right. Which is, when you ask the marriage question, then the kid question follows it. And if you've got a kid, then the when are you having the next kid follows it. It's really this weird knee-jerk I can't stop myself from saying the- I agree with you 100%. It is a weird, especially as you are getting to know people and like, you know, they don't know these people well. And sometimes people get really hung on certain questions. Like as soon as you refuse to answer, it became the thing that the table was about. Like it, you know, their May, December thing, instead of just, you know, I mean- I actually like your letter and I think it's really funny but if you just gone on th- I'm 36 and they would have gone oh wow that's uh, let me do the math oh ni- you could have done it for them 19 <laughs> years and then it would you would have had to move on to the next topic but when people become uncomfortable then the other person is uncomfortable and they actually are probably sorry that they asked but they feel like they need to continue it because they can't think of anything else to talk about and oh my god I'm spiraling down and now I'm under the table like <laughs> I, you know it's it's that awkward social thing where sometimes it's like talking about the weather. You talk about it because you don't know the person. You don't have anything else to talk about. And when you get a little bit deeper, you find yourself in this hole where you're like, I really normally wouldn't ask you when your next kid is going to come, but I can't think of anything else yeah, to I, ask Yeah, I just don't know why, though, that it, it, it really does seem like those questions just come. They're, they're the standard questions, and they come flying out of everybody. Right. And you just kind of go, wow, so... I had a kid, and so instead of being like, oh, that's great, good for you. What's she well, all about? When are you going to have in the next one? Right. What she is just, that? Well, Why we're, we're not done with this one yet. <laughs> Why you got it? What? <laughs> but that's just standard. I know. It is. Those are the... It's a... Uh, so my point is you're tripping for no reason. Like, yeah. you're going to come up against what that guy did all over the place. Well, I mean, she's been with this guy 11 years. Like, she's... But I mean, even the you she, think she, she knows, just it, answer it. The the age and the the when are you having kids thing that's going to keep happening to you. Yeah, just have stock answers ready to go. Mm-hmm, I don't want mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Oh, you don't? Why they're so rewarding? <laughs> and you know, people don't even take into consideration that sometimes people don't have kids because they couldn't have kids. Well, that's one of the, that's a rough that's one. one. I find that doozies. when people ask me that and I say, "Oh, I can't have kids," man, that shuts them up so fast, <laughs> and then I don't have to explain anything else and. But now it's all awkward. Life is awkward. You shouldn't ask me that. Right. (laughs) Well, I guess you'll know better than that. Someone, Bryn, we were talking to someone like a couple weeks ago, and someone asked something about my parents or something. And I I said, what did I say? I said something like, they're dead. (laughs) That's right. And they're like, oh, I I just shut him down. What are you doing for Mother's Day? She's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, crunch. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) He turns around. (laughs) I was like, like, damn, you. (laughs) It made me laugh. (laughs) He made you laugh after they left, right? So you could enjoy their discomfort. I laughed in front of him. Not good. She's dead. <laughs> She's dead. Yikes! It is, it's like a uh, like conversation is so awkward. I like when I hear that you guys say stuff like that too. I always feel like I'm just like the queen of ruining conversations and and I'm super awkward with people and and especially like even meeting listeners. Like mm-hmm. I 
The other day, I was at this at Goodman's at the hardware store, and I meet this guy Danny. He couldn't be nicer. He's mm. so nice. And Did he uh, work there? Mm-mm. He was. He parked next to me, and we got out of the car at the same time. And he recognized me and said, "Oh, hey, you know." And he was a British dude, so he's and he's super cute. And we're chatting, and then I, I like kind of run out of stuff to say. Like I feel like an obligation to continue. It's a listener, and he's giving me his time, and I, I feel like an obligation to sort right. of continue the conversation. You want to hear a voice? You want me to do? It? I know. How about Honestly. Arnold? I'm really do your good queen at Arnold. Voice, Sarah. <laughs> nice to meet you, Mister. Also from London, as you know, I'm from there myself. <laughs> but I, so I go something like, "Oh, what do you, what do you go to the hardware store to get?" Like. You know, that's legit. Is it? Yeah. Thank God, because I, I did feel like... Totally. And he was going to wash his car, so I found out all about you that. You know, <laughs> I, I'm going to give you... I'm going to offer you something real. All right, please do. All right, then. Have a good one. Yeah. It really isn't that hard. It's not. You've given the guy your time. Mm. You've taken a picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've you've <laughs> chatted for a few minutes. All right, then. Have a good one. And just walk away. It's really uh, not mean. No, no. I, I, I mean, it makes perfect sense in this room sitting here, you know? <laughs> but will she remember that for the it's next not, time? Right, I know. It's like She'd I go, my uh, brain goes into like hyperdrive. What did Vinny like, say? I'm really so anxious right now. <laughs> I just don't want to be a disappointment to people I mean, when they meet me. Considering the number of no. people that approach me, I feel like... If I had as much trouble with it as you do, I'd be... I wouldn't want to leave the house. Well, that's why I hardly ever do. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I do. all I've good. Like, I've like been talking to someone in the stores, and I'll break a sweat. Like, I'm actually like, oh, God, how do I extract myself from this? I, you're very nice. I like you. Thanks for listening, but I'm scared, man. <laughs> what do I do now? Just shake hands and walk away. Oh, all right, then. Idiot. Thanks, man. Have a good one. I wish I had a skill set, man. You guys all seem to have it down. Check you out later. Mental case over here. Oh. Anyway, not uh, just not on you, Danny. I, I felt bad because I was, you know. Doofus. I, I am. A little doofus. You want to come home with me? I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Did you want to come to dinner? <laughs> Should we go have coffee? Well, we, <laughs> we've all seen the early on. I think you've stopped this now, but early on. She used to offer up her information. Oh, let's let me give you my email oh, and my yeah. phone number, yeah. and then we'll get it. That's true. And I'd just be yeah. like, "What the f- are you doing?" Yeah. It's like I have to go pull her away. Come here, Sarah. I know. <laughs> okay, bye. I'm like ma- marrying someone. <laughs> oh, should we have kids? <laughs> I think I'm still fertile. <laughs> I think you are too. You should have kids. Oh no! Right now, no. Yeah, no, Vinny, absolutely. Vinny, you you have to let that go. That actually, it, it makes me feel. I actually had a dream the other day that me and you oh, were both pregnant. Like you were pregnant and I was pregnant. We oh, that'll like, be so fun! We, we were so happy because, and I mean, in the dream it doesn't occur to me that Vinny couldn't possibly be pregnant, but we were both pregnant. And we were going to have kids, and we Yay. were excited about it. All right, that'd be a fun bit. It would be for so many reasons. <laughs> The old lady and the man. Right. Um, do I have time? Yeah, let's do it. it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go outside in the hallway. I need to do something. Is it human? Is it no, fart? it's my. You um, fart? No, no, I forgot to set it's my alarm fart. to pay my parking, and oh. I can't get a parking app down here. Oh, it is true. It's hard to get rid. You should get T-Mobile. She's gonna go fart. <laughs> you know she is. Or wipe her <laughs> to that hot story about me in the parking lot. Right. <laughs> Uh, dear morning show, 
Secret Show family and best friends. The question I'm about to ask is a little complicated and it needs a lot of backstory. It might be outside of your personal experience, but I need to ask someone and I'd rather ask all of you than a random person I meet at a coffee shop. Uh, Good idea. Yeah. You I, all should do that. You can send us emails. What's the address? Sarah or Vinny at RadioAlice.com. Sarah with an H, Vinny with an IE. Not, and that's not the email address. It's Sarah at RadioAlice.com. Or Vinny. Vinny at RadioAlice.com. I, although I suspect if you typed in Sarah or Vinny at RadioAlice.com that it would... I don't think doesn't anything pop up. Ra- Or a really? bunch of juicy emails sitting in the middle of nowhere. Right, and they're all addressed to Sarah or Vinny. In purgatory. <laughs> email purgatory. And then just put bad advice or secret show in the in the you know i'll try emailing that right now all right (laughs) um who i am a san francisco native 34 male gay didn't have sex until i was 22 very Mm. late start and then became very sexually active i've had something close to a thousand partners wow i feel about the way Vinny feels about they are all awesome i've had only one real relationship and it didn't work because i it up up until I was 22, I was really heavy. People were very mean to me because I was fat. Then I lost weight and I was able to have as much sex as I wanted to. So at 23, I was nowhere close to having a real relationship. Okay, here we go. I have a lot of friends who are transsexual. Men who look slash live as women. You would never know they are slash were men. About five years ago, I cross-dressed myself just for fun. I wanted to go out with the girls. And even though it was a hell of a time to get dressed up as a girl, I liked the attention I got from straight men. Before any of the guys say anything, you can be straight and like men who look like girls. They aren't gay. They just have a fetish. 99% of them will get married and have kids and uh, long for the time that they hooked up with a tranny. Uh, and he said he hooked, he uh, put pictures attached, but I don't see any. He was going to mm. show us him as a girl. Uh... Before you knew it, I was addicted to only sleeping with guys who were straight and like girls who had a penis. I was even paid for sex by some guys, not because I needed it, but because it was fun. I have a great job in tech. I wasn't on the streets, but I used upscale websites to meet them. The guys I would I did do for free came from Craigslist. I kept dressing up as a girl for about three years and only sleeping with men who were straight. On weekends, sometimes two or three guys in a night, and sometimes threesomes and foursomes. I two just, or three in a night? That's what he writes. Uh, so I, there's no talking. Oh, no. Down to business and got to go find another straight guy to do. Wow. I just couldn't stop. I loved it. Then about a year ago, I was suddenly over it. I wanted to find love. I was over having sex. My, my hand was more than enough. I suddenly wanted to connect with a man, fall in love, and live the real-life version of Happily Ever After. The kind where we fight, but we're meant for each other, so we come to compromises as often as possible. <laughs> Since that happened, I've had a dry spell. I don't find gay men sexually attractive anymore. I only want those guys who I used to meet, those men on the late, late, late night from Craigslist, the ones who were straight and also like girls with a penis. I have no interest in becoming a woman or really start dressing up as a girl again. It really is too much work. We live in a city where being a girly gay man is the rule and not the exception. So what he doesn't want, he wants a man. He wants a guy who is, he wants a straight dude. What do There I, are lots of gay men I that agree. aren't flamboyant. I agree. But he's, he's saying as a gay man in San Francisco, this is his experience. A city where being a girly gay man is the rule, not the exception. Although I do find that it seems like there are plenty of bears and plenty of, you know, dudes that you would never, I mean. Well, he'd, know better, on, he'd but, know better than us for sure. But I just, that's surprising. Maybe he needs to go to motorcycle rallies or something. <laughs> uh, well, they'll be, they'll all be at Pride. 
sure. Oh, this might be a good weekend for you to... But I'm sure he's aware. Yeah. <laughs> Again, with the whole knowing better than us. Uh, because I know... I know you wonder how you can tell what a guy's penis will look like before you hook up. I've seen so many penises, and let me tell you this. There isn't a way. Stereotypes are just that. Stereotypes. One of the biggest guys I've ever been with was half Asian, half Mexican. And one of the smallest I've ever been with was a black guy. I love you guys. I just started to listen to The Secret Show and I've gone through three years worth in a couple of months. <laughs> I'm lucky I have a job where I have the time to do so. Vinny, I wanted to be sober so... I have wanted to be sober so bad. I'm just over drinking. A hangover now lasts three or four days. Sometimes I binge and I hate it. Thank you for showing us. If you get sober, things can be better than the taste of alcohol. Sarah and Yuzette, thank you for being women who like and are willing to share their sex drive. Women deserve it. Not that I want any of it. I'm gay. But I like, <laughs> I'm glad that other girls who are listening out there can listen to you and say, I want sex and it isn't bad. Bryn, damn, you are hot. All right. Like, Hi. really hot. I also like that you represent minorities. I uh, love how you represent us. He, uh, I, I'm looking at his name. I'm going to say Hispanic. I don't oh. want to say his name on the air. He wants to be called JJ. Uh, also, you are hot. And in case I didn't say it, damn, hot bro. Thank you. Human, you are justified in feeling that you don't want to be with just anyone. I still think you are way too much of a dick, but I get you. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're with you. Uh, God loves us all, and he has someone waiting for you. Call me JJ. That's nice. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if he's really, I mean, I don't don't know what advice we can offer this person other than, you know. Was there a question? Well, he is, look, he wants to... Meet a man, man, I guess. Is that what he's saying? I mean, I say just. I suppose. You he know, wants do to be happy like everyone you, else. Be an interesting person. and What a trippy phase, though, to have gone through three different people in a night. Yeah. That doesn't. That's that. I mean, I don't like to just throw addiction, the word addiction at everybody, but that does seem like a lot it does. of work. And for three years, dressing up as a, a woman and. and uh, going specifically for straight men who want a dude with a penis. Uh, I mean, a girl with a penis. Um, You know, if there are guys out there who can acknowledge that that might be more than just a straight, that you're more than just a straight dude, uh, bisexual or bi-curious at least, um, I'm sure that there's places that, uh, even online, I mean, it does seem like you type in anything and websites pop up for it. Although, you know, if you're really looking for love, I think you need to make yourself whole, be an interesting person, do the things that interest you. You'll find people, you're only 33, 34. You know, we have a gay, non-flamboyant person on the phone. Let me find out what line he's on. Hang on. Okay. Hmm. Is it Caleb? He's a little flamboyant. Caleb is? A little bit. I don't think so. Mm. He gets a little handsy with me. What does that mean? Jazz handsy. Oh. Okay. Line two. But he's never f***ed you. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I recall, Vinny. All right. Hold on. How do I turn the phone? There we go. That's the phone. And then line two. Yeah. Hi, Caleb. Hey, that's hilarious, Sarah. I heard that. Oh, it is Caleb? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I didn't realize it was Caleb. You get a little flouncy with me. Stop it. Caleb, do you want your name on the podcast? 
No, that's fine. Okay. Really, I never, I've hung out with him before. I've never found you to be flamboyant. Yeah, I didn't think so yeah, either. Yeah, I wouldn't say he, he's over, you know, over the top, but I... Don't try to clean it up now, Sarah. No, <laughs> I'm not. You're you're a little, you're a little jazz handsy at times. I mean, you're, you're fancy, you're a fancy dude, you know? Do you think of yourself that way? No, I don't think so, but, you know, it doesn't really matter to me if somebody thinks that way. All I mean, right. it, it, I, I don't, I don't, like, qualify myself in terms of my... Like my sexual orientation is a flamboyant or not flamboyant. Right, you just he's, are who you are. I would say yeah. he's really good looking. So, oh, I, I, yeah. so you, you could definitely be like Jesus and uh, in great shape. <laughs> I know he's so buff. Dude, but this dude's guy, a model. listen, you're are you a black guy with a small penis? Let me ask you that. Uh, sure, <laughs> yeah, oh, I am not Sarah. a black guy with a small penis. I am, uh, but, but they do exist penis. apparently. <laughs> wait, wait, he was going to tell us his size. He says oh, his oh. big penis. What he said. <laughs> Like how big? Uh, uh, like how big? Uh, well, any gay guy who says that he that he doesn't know is totally lying. Uh, oh, I'm really? Nine inches. Nine, nine inches. Isn't that a little too much, Caleb? Working with a hog. <laughs> what did, wait, what did you just say? Working with a hog. Working with Working the hog. With the so, have you ever had a guy go? I'm so sorry. That's just too much. Very rarely. Oh, really? They're all excited. Yeah. You're measuring actually, from the balls, aren't you? Yeah, are you measuring from the taint? <laughs> the middle of your back? For your no, 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 not at all. Uh, no, it's uh, kind of funny. I'm actually pretty, like, reserved about that. Uh, you know, gay culture, like, a lot of people just love to sort of, like, throw around what they're working with, and I'm usually one of those kind of more reserved people about it. Oh, and yet, well, then here I'm sorry I am. I show. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could take your name out if you wanted us to. No, I don't care. Yeah, be be proud. Why would you care? It's Pride you, Week. You got, you got <laughs> be proud. Yeah. Hey, so what do you have to say for the person writing in? Is there like a place they can go to find love? Yeah. I mean, uh, love. I don't know. I would say, um, I would say, try this. Try Tinder. Right. So, like, you can. Um, you know, do guy for guy on Tinder. You can. And just sort of put that out there. Like, you know, guy for guy, guy for girl. So, like, I've seen profiles where people say, you know, hey, I'm a transsexual man looking for women. I'm this, I'm looking for that. And it may not necessarily be in the regular categories of guy for guy, girl for girl, girl for guy, guy for girl. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, if you know what you're looking for, just specify that and then just put your profile out there. And if somebody responds to it, then great, you know? And if somebody doesn't, then that's fine. Like, you know, you don't want to want that person anyway. But it gives you an opportunity to at least put yourself out there and in a way that uh, maybe, like, exposes uh, your profile to people who may not necessarily go out looking for you, but go, oh, okay, I could potentially meet that person. You know how mad that would make you, though, if you got a Tinder profile and no one? <laughs> crickets oh. right well you know it happens to me all the time i mean oh. I, what? I get out of here you oh bro i'm though i literally Vinny. it's actually because of you i took the step of actually going into therapy so i actually see a therapist my dating life is the worst i oh, no. i'm telling you i got stories for days of this show anytime you guys are just like in need of some random <laughs> ratchet story i got one for you <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Random ratchet story. Oh, Our Caleb. My, my most recent was this most awesome guy. I thought that he was just like the, the very best, and um, it's just been nothing but a show with this guy. 
and I literally just had to say, I can't do this anymore. I have to step off. Like, I, like, I can't keep engaging with you and then pulling back, engaging with you and pulling back just because you run away because you don't want to express whatever it is that you have gone on. I, I, I had to say no. I literally had to pull a Vinny. And, uh, and we're and not a good on. fit. That's actually good, though. It sounds like that's a good place for you rather than trying to hold on to something that's some slippery fish. That's exactly what it was. And I know if I had told you any of this while it was going on, I know I'm like, F- it would totally kick my ass for this. <laughs> Sarah would be like, no, go for it. That does sound like us. Um, so you are, you would like to be in a meaningful long-term relationship. Yeah. And that's why you held on to that guy as long as you did. Oh, it wasn't even that long. And it's how so long was it? How, Oh, God, I think we've been talking for, uh, like, two months. Oh. But here, here's, like, the level of bullshit that I had to deal with this guy. The very first night that we hung out, um, he was actually supposed to stay over, and he ended up leaving. Like, he just, like, like we, we, we had gone down to, um, oh. to our complex's pool and hot tub, and then we came back in, and we were changing, and then he's like, hey, I'm going to go. And he just left. I was like, what the f- and we were texting back and forth, and eventually he said that he had some sort of like issue and it was hung up on something. And then we tried it again, and then he ghosted. Oh, his ghosting was classic. We were supposed to get together uh, on a Saturday while I was over in Oakland, and um, he just stopped responding to texts and wouldn't pick up his phone. And yeah, I think you lasted about two months too long with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. And and I mean, I kept giving it a try, and uh, I I I. I just totally stopped. You're so I, I sweet. Mean, I, I, I've I'm always sure. I, you're just such a nice presence, and I and I feel like you. I love you guys. You guys well, we love so you too. Amazing. No, we've seen you at so many things, and I'm always mm-hmm. like, I don't know what it is about Caleb. Like he comes walking into the room, he's always got like some homemade T-shirt on that he's like made for <laughs> us or whatever. Like he's so. I just your whole presence. I can't even imagine somebody ghosting you. Like that actually kind of pisses me off. Well, in uh, in hindsight, when we actually tried it again he's like i actually did that so that you would never try to talk to me again I was like do you know how sh- that makes you sound yeah mm. Mm. well you, <laughs> you just called to listen you don't need advice from us or anything right because i was gonna say you should go on tinder and just put exactly what you want in there <laughs> oh no thanks sarah you're welcome um so oh, what i would do for nine Jesus. No, you wouldn't. You know what? Nine, I feel that that is two inches too long. Maybe it works for dudes, but that's like, there's a roof in, in you know. Mm. Oh, there's no roof in a b- I don't know. Uh, you tell me, man. I I don't know. Caleb? Caleb, <laughs> is there a roof in a b- <laughs> Have you found shallow graves in which to lay your member? <laughs> what? <laughs> is that from Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> it puts the lotion on its penis. All right, everybody. Good job, everybody. Thank you, Caleb. Hey, I'm interested to know if there's a roof in <laughs> Google uh, that. Do it on the next show. How All right, that? Caleb. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. That's good. good luck editing that, Bryn. Uh, thank you. <laughs>